and content creator Claudine Francois and the founder of In Good Clean Taste. I am dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs design a healthy lifestyle by incorporating healthy, delicious tools, tips, and resources that empower their inner and outer game. Every episode, my featured guest and I share our healthy, delicious lifestyle journey on my globally recognized show, Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. Hello and welcome to today's show. Thank you so much for being here on Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. Today's guest has so much real world experience for today's topic, and I just know you're going to get so much out of our talk. And be sure to stay on until the end because we have some super special treats for our community. As always, if you're interested in learning more about me, my products, and my services, you can check those out at ingoodcleantaste.com. So today's show topic is how to find the winning formula for a stress-free life with the amazing Rachel Birch. Rachel Birch is a former attorney turned life coach turned comedian. How's that for a few changes, right? She's a happily divorced mom of two boys and the host of the Love Before 100 podcast. It's been described as sex in the city meets jackass. And the podcast chronicles Rachel's dating adventures post divorce. And I have to tell you, I binge this podcast. I like can't stay away. I'm texting her. I'm like, when's the next episode coming out? Cause I can't wait. Okay. Um, her desire is to inspire and entertain those on a similar path to manifesting whatever it is their hearts desire. Rachel believes life transformation should happen in the most pleasurable way possible. She ascribes to Tony Robbins' belief that success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure and helps professional women and entrepreneurs bridge that gap between success and fulfillment. Oh my goodness, you are going to love this woman. I'm going to bring her up from the green room. Hello, Rachel. Hi. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited for today's episode. I, I just know... I know what you have done in your life. I know what you speak to. And I just think the community is going to just absolutely adore what you have to say. So thanks for being here. <laughs> Having me. I'm excited. Yay. So the first thing I'm going to ask you is the thing that I ask all of my guests, which is what does a healthy, delicious lifestyle mean to you? A healthy, delicious lifestyle. Um, that is definitely something that I have been on the journey to reach and am like happy to say I was able to manifest that into my life. And so for me, healthy and delicious is something that my mouth and my body, my digestive system can both like get on board with because for a long time it was one or the other. Yeah. And if it's healthy and delicious, then we all are on the same page about the, the food. So yeah. Yes. Uh, and I love that. And in your, I believe it's in your podcast that you talk about how you manifested the body that you wanted, right? Yeah. Tell, yes. tell us a little bit about how you did that. Um, well, it's interesting. I had this, uh, one of the things that I do with manifestation is really kind of get clear on what I want. So I write, I use the notes app in my phone a lot for manifesting. And so I wrote down one day, I want to manifest miraculous weight loss in like a healthy way, um, amazing glow and amazing hair. That's what I wrote down. And um, 
just as we're talking about hair, I just want to say I am manifesting longer, thicker hair and it is working. Um, but it is, you know, this is part of the manifestation process. You're not sure if you're going in the right direction until it ends. So just to be clear on that. Um, For those who are then, listening, you have some lovely growing hair right there on the top. Oh, yes, this is all new um, baby hairs coming in. So I'm manifesting, Yay. manifesting longer locks. Love it. Um, but I, I wrote that down. And then within a day or two, I received an email about this plan that I had done a long time ago. And, you know, as we've talked about, not everybody is the same. And so when you find something that works like your program, it's like, you just keep coming back to what works. And so, um, I was reminded of that and yeah, I lost 40 pounds, um, fluctuating up a little bit, you know, I'm still an emotional eater. Um, <laughs> the mouth sometimes takes over for the body, but, uh, when you know what works and you can just keep going back to it for food, um, that is definitely something that I'm passionate about. I love that. That is such a zesty citrus moment. So, so good. And I really want to get to your shares. You have so many great shares here. And the first one was when we're talking about manifesting, right? Because for me, let me, let me just preface this. Okay. Cause today's show is about living a stress-free life. And for me, I'm so goal oriented. I'm so focused on the thing that I need to be doing next that it can be stressful and not yes. before I had these manifestation tools, it, it was, it was even more stressful because I would be like, I am going to make this thing happen. Come hell or high water. It doesn't matter if I have to kill myself doing it. It doesn't matter who I have to push out of the way. Like it is happening. <laughs> so when I met you and you were like all about manifesting and you were like, it does not need to be that hard. You can do this in a much more relaxed way. And this is how I was like, I'm sold. Tell me, <laughs> tell me, because the way I'm doing it is exhausting. <laughs> yeah. So, and, oh no, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, so step one is hear what you've said, declare it. Setting your intention is the first step to manifesting your desires. What were you going to say? No, I will. I want to respond to what you said, because I think it's really important as a former um, overachiever and like perfectionist and somewhat like type A personality as an attorney, you know, I was in litigation and then I was general counsel. Um, litigation is intense. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's achievement. That is, that is, and, and many people um, use achieve, achievement as a value of their worth. So it's like almost life or death to get to the finish line. Mm -hmm. That is not manifesting. That is achieving. That is hustling. That is doing. Um, and it's exhausting. And it is the exact polar opposite of the energy that you want when you're man. Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Tulusma. I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Tulusma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. Join us every week here on Electricast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. Electricast. Manifesting. So I say here, declare it. And I just want to preface that with, it's not how you just described it. Like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> it's not like that kind of declaration. 
it's more the setting your intention and Mm. just saying like, I want this, you know, like I, in the notes app, I don't know if I actually said this part, but I wrote magic. I want to call in colon and you know what I mean? And so it was like, I want to call it in. I want to allow it. I want it to come to me. I want it to be easy. I actually, um, the car that I have, you can name, you can name the car in your app. And I named it, let it be easy. And I actually have, um, oh yeah, here it is. I actually have one of these easy buttons from Staples. I love it. Because you need the reminder just let let it be easy. Let it happen for you. That's not to say we don't do work and all that kind of other stuff. You know, we don't sit around and wait for things to drop into our lap. But the energy, the vibe is not um, push people out of the way and, you know, make it. <laughs> so declare it, but like softly declare it, you know. <laughs> And I will say as an all or nothing person, like that is the hardest thing. Like, where is this middle ground of doing the things that I need to do to make it happen, but not overdoing, not force. I think that's what it is. It's not forcing, right? Like allowing. Allowing is hard for those of us who are used to achieving, right? Because we're so used to just making it happen for ourselves. Allowing it to happen is the hard part. Well, because the, 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 the value, the, the, um, you know, value, the self value is in the doing. I made this happen. So now I am good enough or I'm worthy. And so if you just let it happen, uh, then what is that? That's, that doesn't have the same effect, but really it does. It's yeah. It's, um, it's hard to make it be easy, right? It's, it's almost like, well, if it's, if it's easy, is it really worth it? I had a boss that used to say that. Well, if it, if it's not hard, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> and I think that is an ethos that a lot of us have to overcome for sure. Um, and I want to share this one um, item that you suggested for like creating to sitting down and making that intention. I love this candle. Tell me about the candle. So I actually have mine right here, but I take nice. it the purposes. Um, and I, I just love it because it's, it's, it's kind of an an easy way of setting your intention by just saying, I don't know what it is exactly that I'm calling in, but let me light this candle and have something happen. I'll give you an example. So, um, you can't see it behind me, but I created this like crystal grid of intention. Is it there? Okay. Yeah, it's right there here. Go. Okay. So it's a crystal grid, which, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm woo, but I'm very, I'm a skeptical woo. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know, it's working. they're pretty and I like it. Um, so I made this crystal grid of um, opportunities for my podcast to be uh, like exposure. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, the, what it's going to look like, but I just, can I call in some magical exposure? Right. So that's, that was that. Then recently, and not the I, kind of exposure you mentioned in one of your episodes, not that kind no, of no, no, no. <laughs> magical more, as it may have been <laughs> more in the charts, all that kind of good stuff. Love it. So I, um, went to record an interview with one of my mentors for the podcast. And before the podcast started, I lit my candle. So essentially it's like, Hey, let's, let's like put some magic on top of this interview. Like I'm doing the work. I'm 
I'm doing an interview, but I'm also going to invite in like a magical component, like to, to manifest something. I don't know what, um, which will tie to my, my next tip. But what happened was he enjoyed the interview so much that he asked if he could share it to his platform, um, which he has 200,000 YouTube subscribers. I mean, he, like, he is a big personality and, um, I would never have like expected that. I was hoping maybe he would just do like an Instagram story kind of plugging his episode, but I didn't even expect that. And we, I mean, that was last week and we have like over 18,000 views on it. You know, and the first thing he did was he plugged the podcast. Um, and then, yeah. And then the same day, someone else messaged me on Instagram and said, because they saw that I had posted a link to that. And they said, Hey, I just shared your podcast in my group in single moms group in Denmark. And we hit 12th on the charts in Denmark. I mean, like that is a miracle. Yeah. It was like just a miracle. And so that's the kind of why I, what I use this candle for. It's kind of like, I'm going to go about my business. I'm going to do my, my work. I'm not going to just wait around. Um, I'm going to post on Instagram. I'm going to do business things, but I'm just going to be open to it not all being on my shoulders of all the work. And um, I think you said your colleague or your boss, like I can tell you that the things that I worked hard for um, have been great, but the things that I've allowed in have been miraculous, way better. Mm. And you can do that as a beginner where you're like, I don't know how to do this by, you know, getting this candle and just lighting it. You're setting that intention. It's so good. And I don't know why I think of this. So I am just for anyone who doesn't know, I'm a fallen Catholic. I was raised in a very religious household. And um, as as you do, right, <laughs> you go the opposite direction. But um, we would we would uh, pray before meals. Right. And I was thinking about this recently because I I coach my clients on okay, you want to make sure when you're sitting down to eat that you're focused on the meal. You're not just like running around doing something else. You're you're setting the intention that I'm grateful for this food. It's going to nourish my body. I'm going to chew it slowly. I'm going to enjoy it because if you don't, you'll end up overeating, right? You might have indigestion because if you're running around too fast and it's something similar, right? Like either whether you're saying a prayer beforehand, whether you're setting an intention candle, whether you're just stopping and taking a few breaths and saying, I am going to enjoy this meal or I am going to sit here and think about what it is I really desire in my life. Like it's that same mindset, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it, it will, I actually did that for a period. I, I wish I was better at it, but I um, would sit down before I'd eat and I would thank everyone in the process of the food, mm. right? So like the farmer that grew the seed and then the farmer that planted it and then the truckers that transported it. And it made me want to eat better because I was like, Oh, thank you for the M&Ms that like whoever invented that yucky, like color, <laughs> that, you know, like, I don't know, this is bad. I'm going to, I want to thank my tomatoes. Like, you know, living off the five, you've seen like the truckers with the tomatoes and I, you know, that's so much better than, so when you set your intention, it just sets the course of a lot of things that you don't realize it's impacting. Oh my gosh. That's so good. And I will, I will be transparent here. Your next tip, which is stay focused yet open and unattached to the outcome. That is the absolute hardest thing for me to do <laughs> is to stay unattached because I'm so attached. 
I really yeah. want the thing. Like I want it badly. I want it to happen badly. So tell me and everybody else who might need this, <laughs> yeah. how to stay unattached, but focused and open. Well, one of the things that you and I both learned from um, one of our mentors that we shared uh, is this or something better. And that has really been, again, leaving space for the magic for the universe to come in and like, just make it better. Um, the example that I gave, I had a very small view of what I thought it would look like. And in actuality, you know, what ended up coming in was so much better. So if I was focused on like, how am I going to get him to share an Instagram story on this? Right. Um, he had an upcoming retreat and I was going to barter like, Hey, what if I put a link to your retreat? You know, it was just kind of, but this way I just lit the candle. I showed up. We had a great talk that has helped a lot of people on relationships, just, you know, married, coupled, whatever. I focused on being present with him instead of the result that I wanted, which was him to share it. Mm -hmm. And um, it just turned out so much better. And so I think that know where you're going, work towards that, but just open. I always think of um, Lenny and of Mice and Men with his little mouse, you know, where Aww. he just pet it and pet it. But then he just squeak, like, that's what we tend to do with our dreams. <laughs> Right. You didn't just go there. We're just squeezing mice today. <laughs> I did because it's it, it gives you a very good visual. I'm like, put your dream in your hand and just like rub it. This is so weird. Rub it gently. Not, I've never done this before. Uh, it's just live, y'all. We can't take it back. <laughs> yeah. Don't know like this. Right. Um, put the strangle the life out of it. Yeah. No, I think of other examples. I'm not going to go there either, but don't <laughs> just gentle. Gentle. <laughs> gentle. That's what I used to tell my son when he was petting the cat. Gentle, gentle. <laughs> Do that with your dream, right? Like, okay, I have a goal and I'm going to get there. We're going to get there together. It's going to be okay. That's so much less stressful. Even just me doing this to my hand than like this, yeah. you know? So it that's what your energy is open, receiving, not pushing people out of the way to make it happen. We're not like Black Friday, like it used to be back in the day where you're lined up and you're going to get the TV, you know? No. <laughs> I love it. And for me to get into that place, to not be so putting a stranglehold on it, I have to either stop and take a deep breath, go for a walk in nature. I will do my morning practice, which is uh, you know, for those of you who, those people out there who are like, I can't meditate. Like I started with one minute, right? I had to start slow because like what, you know, hear many people say, I can't meditate. I can't focus. My thoughts are all over the place. I had to start slow. I had to use an app that was guiding me through it. I'm like, just <laughs> like a lot of people just tell me what to do and I will do it. But I had to, I have to get out of the rat race mindset. I have yes. to get into that higher way of thinking. Um, I had a friend, I had a person come on not too long ago. She said, get into that level 10 leadership mentality, like that level 10, you know, be a level 10 person. I'm like, I am trying. <laughs> I'm at a seven or eight. I'm working at it. <laughs> I love it. Now tell me about this because these, I don't use tarot cards. I don't think I've ever used tarot cards. So tell us about the tarot cards. Well, I have a ton. That's these over here are a sampling of um, the ones that I have. And I use them, um, something that I'm getting more and more as I move from this like lawyer kind of masculine energy kind of place to the feminine creative, open, receiving, um, 
I am getting more in touch with my intuition and my, you know, gut and that voice inside me that knows. Um, and so oftentimes I will use these cards uh, it comes with a little booklet. So it'll kind of tell you what they mean. Right. Cause I'm not to the place where I can look at a card and be like, Oh, okay. I know what this means. Um, unless it specifically says like, I, there's a surrender deck that I have and it'll like surrender expectations, surrender, you know, uh, negative people, whatever it is, that's pretty clear. But these, um, I love these. They're, they're beautiful to look at, um, to me when I have them out, they're very, um, artsy and I will pull one, I try to do one a day, just kind of like, what's the theme today? What are we doing today? And sometimes it'll be like this heart with like daggers through it. And I'm like, oh my God, really? That's what we're doing today, you know? And it'll be like, you need to let something go that's holding you back. And I can always connect with, I mean, it's maybe like horoscopes, those ones in the newspaper back in the day where you're like, oh, go, you are craving travel. Who's not, you know, that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> Again, a skeptical woo is what I would describe myself as. So I can find a message that I need to hear. And oftentimes I'll use it when I'm trying to, like, am I on the right path? What do I need to shift? What on the path to manifestation, you're going to have many, you know, turns and it's never a straight line. Usually um, I won't say never, but uh, oftentimes and the growth happens on the journey. And so sometimes I need a translator, like mm -hmm. what am I supposed to be getting right now? And I use the cards to kind of translate and um, I've always found it to be helpful. I think it's fun. It adds a little like it's one of the tools. Um, I also go on walks, but I'll leave my phone at home. I don't listen to any music or anything, unless you're listening to my podcast, I suggest that you also leave your phone at home. Um, but uh, I am, yeah, I am so, listening. <laughs> so yeah, I, I kind of use it as like a, a break from the norm of go, 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 do, do, do. That's so good. And I will say, you just reminded me in your podcast, you do go, you talk a lot about your journey. And what does this mean? And should I take this as a sign from the universe? Or is this just me like wanting it and putting like putting a meaning to it? And I, I find that journey, that spiritual journey that you're on, that inward journey, I find that just as fascinating as the dating <laughs> that's happening. And like, what are these guys doing? Like, what is their deal? So I just want to say that's a little off topic, but I love it. I love it. I love it. I love that. That's good feedback. Thank you. Oh my gosh. So I want to share this. This is uh, something I've had to learn the hard way. It is timing is not everything. Stay on course, even when it doesn't align with your desired schedule. And I have an example of this. So my sister, I mentioned that I was raised in a very religious household. My baby sister is super, super Catholic. And she does, when she wants something, when she wants an answer to something, she'll pray a novena, which is doing the rosary every day for 28 days. And for those of you who've done a rosary, you know, it is a long, right? Um, but for, she'll, have an, she'll have an intention. And so she says, she's basically following some of your, your process, right? She sets an intention. She thinks about it every day. She's focused on, she's not attached. And she's praying the rosary every day for 28 days. Now, here's where she would differ from where I would differ. I would get to day 28, the end of the day, or maybe morning of the 29th. And I'd be like, well, I don't have the answer. I guess that didn't work out. <laughs> where is, you know, so she, she did this when she wanted to know where to move. She used to live in Southern California. Um, and she was like, I, I feel like there's somewhere else we need to be. 
So she, she put the intention out there. She did the novena for 28 days. Day 28, she didn't have the answer. Day 29, she didn't have the answer. Day 32, she's still holding the faith, right? She's still holding on. Day 32, she gets the answer. Everything just aligned. She and her husband were both offered a position in Texas at the same place. Like they, it all just kind of worked out, right? It, like they had a bunch of friends there. They found the perfect house. It all aligned. She did not give up. I would have been like, day 28 was a deadline. Universe, you're out. Like done. <laughs> but she was yeah. like, nope, 32. So that's why I mentioned the whole deadline thing or the, the timing might not be what you want it to be because I'm all about deadlines. The universe doesn't care about my deadlines. <laughs> well, you know, you just said something and for whatever reason, it finally like just clicked for me and how to articulate this trust, which I knew is an essential element. And here's the thing. It's not that you stopped trusting at day 28 because it didn't work. There wasn't trust the whole time. Uh. Stop it with your insights. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're waiting for that day. You put a timeline on it. And it's funny because the example that I gave of my mentor sharing on his YouTube channel, when I made the grid, I went for a walk and I was like, okay, let's, let's try this. Within 48 hours, I want a big exposure to come in for the podcast. But I'm open to other exposures too. But for the <laughs> podcast. And... It happened, I think it was like 72 hours or like, you know, it was after the deadline, but it was almost immediately after the deadline. Like, here's something that I um, started to play with a couple years ago. If my universe, if my God is a reflection of me, then my universe is going to show up like me and I'm cheeky. So my universe is be like, oh, you want 48 hours? Well, you're yeah. going to get 72 hours and I'm going to show you that I'm going to do it, but I'm going to show you when I want to do it. That's something I would totally do. And so I'm like, okay, if, if I'm God and God's in me and the universe, then of course it's not going to show up when I want it to, because I'm jerky like that. And I'm going to play with, I almost said, I'm going to play with myself. Um, I'm going to play with my emotions. I'm going to play right. with my emotions, you right. know? So um, timing is not everything. I was actually thinking this exact thing yesterday as a comedian, there is so much value in the pause. Like if there's like, if you run into the punchline too fast, the difference between a joke landing and it not landing is a pause sometimes. And I was like, okay, God, I get it. I'm trying to rush through the pauses for me, like finding love, finding my perfect relationship, which is what the whole podcast is about. And I want to quit like every other day. You know, I can do these principles in any area of my life except love. I'm so like, can it happen now? Can it happen now? And that's of course why I'm chronicling it because I'm trying to show people like, it's not going to work when you do it that way. You got to do it this way. And so, um, you know, God's putting the pause in so that my joke lands so that my perfect relationship hits the spot. <laughs> <laughs> that perfect spot. Yeah. That perfect spot of where the joke lands. So right. I'm in the pause right now. And, um, you know, sometimes you're in the pause and just enjoy that because something good is coming. I promise. Mm, I think you did mention that in one of the first episodes of season one, because you're in season two now, uh, yeah. you did mention how, um, this is a good time for you, right? You're, you're not in a relationship. You can have as much fun as you want. You can go out to Nashville when you feel like it. Like you can, you, you, you got this like perfect, um, yeah. this perfect time in your life 
to explore you and explore what your desires are and explore what you want to do. I love that. That's so good. Um, one of the things that you and I both also learned from our mentor was this, this share, which is visualize what you want as if it's already happened. So for those who've never heard this before, what does this mean? So, um, Wayne Dyer says, uh, live in the wish fulfilled. And that is essentially live in the energy of, um, it's already done. So I, like when I have a client, I, I had a client who was very anxious about going into this meeting and how it would go and all this kind of stuff. And so I said, visualize yourself in the car on the way back from the meeting, feeling the feelings of like relief or excitement or joy, whatever, however you want that to go. Imagine it's already done and you're celebrating that or you're whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And, um, she did that and it went the way that she wanted it to. And I find that it's not just visualizing it, but it's actually feeling the feelings too. Like if I'm like, oh yeah, this date went really well. But if I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it. We connected. It was so fun on the drive home. I always find it's like deja vu. I'm like reliving it on the drive home because I attracted it to myself. I manifested it by already having the experience of it before it happened. Yes. And you make a really good point because I did not get this for a long time. I was like, I'm checking off the box of visualization. I visualized it. But if you don't feel it, if you don't feel those feelings, it's not the same because emotion holds so much sway in our lives. And you're basically tr tricking your brain into believing it has happened. And so it's going to make it happen to be in alignment with what your brain thinks already happened anyway. And for those who are still like, oh, this is a bit woo. This is what athletes do. Yeah. My, my, my husband's into tennis. He has a whole book on the mind game of tennis, like visualizing, seeing yourself scoring, seeing yourself making the basket or whatever sport it is that you're doing, right? Making the touchdown, um, getting it in the goal, seeing it happen, watching your that play out in your head, it is much more likely to happen in real life. And we try to tell this to the kids. They don't listen. You know, they're just like, mommy, that's so good. I'm like, there's a book and it's in sports. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I think it's important to recognize that this also happens the opposite direction. Um, like in trauma, mm. if you have something bad that's happened or you're worried about and you keep playing it over in your head, not to say it's going to make bad things happen, but your body, I've heard, experiences this again, like it's still, so you're, you're caught up in a breakup, right? And you just keep thinking, playing the breakup over and over. Your body is experiencing that trauma over and over and over again, which is not healthy or delicious. So we want to, you know, really focus our mind on the feelings and the places and the experiences that we want to be. That's not to say we don't avoid negative experiences and feel the feelings and get those out. But make sure it's not replaying over and over and over again, because it's doing damage. Mm -hmm. Now tell me about this tea. You had sent me this tea. It's called, I think it's Kukicha twig tea. It's a Japanese yeah. haiku. I think is a brand. Tell me about this. Cause I think we were talking earlier about um, before the show started that uh, when you sit down to visualize, or even when you sit down to make your intention, like having this nice cup of tea just kind of gets you in that mood. How do you use this tea? So I, um, in, in connection with my food plan, I don't call it a diet, um, but my kind of weight loss journey, I'll find that like, there's often times when I just want something to drink. I was going to say it in my mouth. I want something in, I want something 
you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, I find that this tea, which is decaffeinated is something that I can, cause otherwise I'll go like Earl Grey. There's a bunch of teas that I love, but they all have caffeine in them. So someone gifted me this tea and I actually love it. I'll put like a little almond milk in it and, mm. um, a little sweetener. I saw your post about moving away from stevia. So like, <laughs> I'm going to take that to heart um, <laughs> in stevia that I've been using, but, um, I keep hearing that that's not, not a good thing. So I like to kind of make it this like warm, cozy experience. Um, sweet, a little like, and, and it just calms me, relaxes me, gets to that place where I want to be, you know, imagine it's like the polar opposite of like having a shot of espresso before <laughs> you get going. Yeah. Um, just a way to kind of ground into the energy of like coziness. Oh, I love that. So, so good. And for anyone who's interested in manifesting the body you desire, I'm just putting the free guide link here in the bottom and in the show notes. I'll also be linking all the products that Rachel and I are talking about in the show notes so you can check them out. Rachel, where can people find you? Because I want them to hear your podcast. I'm seriously telling everyone about it. I am hooked. Sink, look, what is it? Hook, line, and sinker? <laughs> I'm hooked. As I mentioned earlier, I'm like texting you like, why isn't there a show up today? <laughs> So where can they find you? So the podcast is anywhere that you listen to podcasts. It's also on YouTube now. Um, I will say that I have the edited sound effect, like really cool. I have um, one of the things I manifested actually is the producer from The Bachelor Australia is my producer for the podcast. That's so awesome. he's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. And he puts all this great work into it. And so it really feels like a, a show. Um, that edited version is the, you know, the audio version and then the video version, which is a little clunkier, but there's a video attached and it's me, um, that's on YouTube. And then I'm on Instagram, both as love before 100 and the Rachel Birch. She's the Rachel Birch. The Rachel uh, Birch. The I like to say the Rachel Birch, but then people are like, is that two E's? It is not. It's just... <laughs> Well, that's just how we say it. The. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here with us today, Rachel. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to drop you into the green room, grab a mocktail. I'll be there in just a second. <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness. Was that not the best? Like, tell me what you're going to manifest today. I really want to know because there have been so many great tips here that we've shared. Thank you so much for joining us. And I want to remind you to think about how are you going to create a healthy, delicious lifestyle for you today? Until then, join me for another episode of Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific or 11 a.m. Central and have a healthy, delicious lifestyle. Thank you for joining me today. You can learn more about me, my products, and services at ingoodcleantaste.com. Be sure to join me for another episode every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific or 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on my globally recognized show, Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. 
but I like airplanes. I know you do, but WannaBet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Hey, what's happening out there, everybody? This is Lawrence Ross, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my podcast, The Lawrence Ross Show. Egomaniac. It's a two-hour weekly exploration into my mind. I also do sketches, celebrity impersonations. You're out of order! And I also do song parodies. Not too shabby for a blind guy. Not only are you visually impaired, but you are geographically impaired. New episodes are released every Friday. Check it out on your favorite podcasting platform or listen to it here on Society 13 on Electrocast.